This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 478 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Randy Thompson. Randy is internationally recognized for her award-winning How to Market Your Horse Business and Horse and Rider Awareness Education Programs. Randy has been in the horse industry for 35 years and has been coaching professionals for 15 years in horse and rider training, business, and marketing. Randy's tip today is New Riders 101, how to make sure you give your guest or new student a fun, safe first ride. But first, a word about today's sponsor, equestriancollections.com. When you need to replace threadbare horse clothing, treat yourself to a new pair of breeches with all of the latest high-tech features, or outfit your stable with the conveniences of the 21st century, EquestrianCollections.com has just what you need, all from the top quality name brands you trust. Equestrian Collections doesn't stop there. Stop by and check out their rewards program, sign up for Savvy Shopper email specials, or even take advantage of special one-way or two-way unlimited shipping programs. Whether you ride English or Western or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has what you need to enjoy your horse time to the fullest. Now, enjoy today's tip. All right, so the tip I'd like to share now is something that happens, you know, with a lot of people because we love our horses and we like to share them with people. So what I'd like to talk about is what do you do before you take a non-riding guest or a friend for a ride? Uh, Find them a helmet. Yeah, that's true, but how many people even have helmets? Well, we hope that a lot of people have helmets. From your lips to God's ears, because because there's no, you know, nowadays everybody knows, statistics prove that helmets save lives. Yeah, and I I don't ride without one. Matter of fact, we use one in the cart most of the time, too. I won't even teach people that aren't wearing one, but that's another thing. Okay. Anyway, so first of all, we have to... You know, when you take somebody and put it on a horse, you've got to make sure that the horse is an equine saint. It has to be a horse that doesn't act up, it doesn't bite, doesn't kick, doesn't buck, is quiet, is a slow mover, not a quick mover, or has rough gates, or will not stop and turn. Don't use that horse. Okay. If you have, you know, yep, you know if you have advice. a <laughs> it's good advice, but you know there's people that do it. They think that what happens is that people that have horses think everybody else can ride like they can. So they'll put them on, you know, like my son Dan's, who was a barrel racing horse and stuff, and he's, he wasn't a safe horse for a beginner to get on. Okay. Anyway. Yep, yep. So if you're not sure about the horse, make sure that you never let your guest ride it by itself without you leading it. There's just, in today's time, there's just no reason to not think of safety first and fun second. Well, it's always good and, to uh, lead him for a little bit anyway till the rider has been up there for five minutes anyway. Oh, yes, yeah. and we're going to go more into that with okay. the, with the uh, tips that I have. So as you introduce a new rider or guest, never leave them alone with the horse. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that so many people will say, I've ridden horses all my life, you know, and they haven't ridden one for 20 years, but they'll say that. And those people, you need to, I call it guard dogging. You have to stay with them the whole time that they're around a horse because you're responsible for their safety legally and personally. 
So hopefully you'll be using a saddle. New riders are those who haven't been on a horse for a long time, do not know how to balance on a horse. A bareback pad is not safe. It will slide. <laughs> you, you know, don't you? It's not You've safe for most of us. That. What are you talking about? I know, I know. It just slides right around. But as you know, there are people promoting them right now, and, uh, and they're just not safe because they slip. Once you put the rider on the saddle, you need to check the girth at least twice, once before they get on the horse and then when they get on the horse. Now, what I found is with all the safety yeah, organizations... they're not going to know that their, their saddle is loose. No, they're not. And we're responsible Until for it. Until they're under the horse. Then they'll Until have some idea. The yeah. Then they'll have some idea. But it's our responsibility, and again, I say it legally and personally, because we don't want to deal with a friend getting hurt. Right. And legally, if something like that happens, we don't even want to go there. So what I recommend, and this is something I've learned from, from a lot of the safety, horse safety associations out there, is if you can find something to mount the rider from, for example, a mounting block, something solid that the rider can get on as you position the horse next to it. Yeah, because a leg up ain't going to work for a newbie. Not going to (laughs) work. Stepping up. You know, people that are new to horses or, you know, older people, they can't step up on a horse. They don't have the physical ability to do that anymore. So it's our job to protect them and show them an easier way. So grab something safe they can mount on and a surface so the rider does not need to step up so high to get into the stirrup. Have the rider hold the mane with one hand when mounting so they do not pull on the reins or pull the saddle over. So one hand on the mane and one hand on the back of the saddle. While you're doing this, you want to make sure, because we're guarding the people as they mount the horse, because obviously they won't know how, I find it's best to make sure that you have contact with the rider's body. For example, put your hand on their thigh and show them how to swing their leg over. You might have to actually swing their leg over so they don't kick the horse. And that way, they can be put on a horse in a safe manner. Once they're on the horse, you want to check the stirrup length. For newer riders, we usually put it at the level of the ankles. And that way, they have a secure one. They put their foot in there. It's more secure. Again, another safety thing is it's always best if they have something with a heel. Right. You know, a shoe or a boot or anything, you know, because tennis shoes, those other kind of things, barefoot, they slide through the stirrups. Yeah, matter of fact, my wife won't teach unless they have heels. That's one of the other rules, helmets and heels. Absolutely. But, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of your listeners out there who, who don't have access to the techniques and what we've seen in our life. Yep, that's right. They're, gonna, yeah. they're not going to know about these things. You know, they don't, you know, when I was raised, we didn't know about, we rode all over with, you know, with our feet, bare feet and stuff and stirrups. Mm-hmm. We didn't know better. Right. You know, know, we didn't the, know better. Down the road, uh, wherever. <laughs> that's right, that's right, wherever. And uh, so a lot of people just don't know that it's a safety issue, and they will if something. Anyway, so now let's go to getting the rider off the horse. Okay. So for dismounting, the same thing. You want to have a horse, you want it comfortable, or go up to that saddle plat- solid platform so the rider can step down on it. If you don't have that, you will want to be able to show the rider how to dismount without the stirrups. So to do that, you have to show them first. You get on the horse, take a hold of the saddle horn, the back of the saddle, because that's what they're going to have to do, and show them how they can slide down the side of the horse. And then you put them up, making sure your hands are in contact with them, because we're responsible for their safety again. 
safety first, fun second, and you guide them down. We don't want people to use the stirrups that are new to riding as when they step down. They don't know how far to step down. Some may not have the ability to stretch their leg that far. Others will tip the saddle over, as you were talking about, and it's just an unsafe thing for, ride, for the new riders type of thing. Okay, so now we've got it. We've, told, we've taught the rider how to mount and dismount, and now we're going to go into what I call stop, starting, and steering. Okay. You know, we need to make sure that the riders can stop, start, or steer the horse. You want to really take your time with this part. This is so important. You know, for all the safety reasons, you know, that's enough in itself, just there, just for safety. Do it all at the walk. And remember those who do not ride much, because I found that people, when they put strangers on, you know, guests or friends on their horses, for whatever reason, if they take them for a ride, they feel they want to trot or canter. New riders, riders who haven't ridden for a while, they're not comfortable trotting and cantering. So stay at a walk. So to teach the rider how to stop, show them first how to shorten the reins. And the way that I do it is I tell the rider to shorten the reins until the horse stops. And since we have an equine saint, they'll probably stop when they feel the pressure of the rider on the hands. If the reins end up in their chin, you know how the riders pick up the reins really high, then the reins are too long. So you can teach the, horse, the rider to keep their hands down lower, take your time and show them how to shorten the reins until the horse stops. That's a key phrase there. So while you're doing this, you want to stay next to the rider the entire time. You'll be like between the horse's shoulder and next to the rider. You're going to have the rider, you're going to ask the horse to walk yourself because the rider doesn't know how yet. You're going to get the horse to walk forward and tell the rider to stop the horse themselves. So you're going to do that five steps and ask the rider to halt themselves. Practice doing this at least ten times, halting, and then you bringing the horse forward to make sure that the rider can stop the horse on their own. If they can't, do not go any further. All you can do is lead them around on a lead line, and that's okay, too, because they're thinking of the fun of the experience. Now we're going to talk about starting a horse, and uh, this only comes after the rider can stop a horse for obvious reasons. The easiest way that I found yeah, it's is always to good to learn how to stop first. <laughs> I know, I know. Stopping it's, is big. Stopping deal. <laughs> is kind of big. You know, the, the, you know, the, uh, just like uh, when you learn to fly an airplane, landing is important. That's right, and it's true. It's a it's a really big basic that people need to understand, and a lot of people forget about that when they're introducing riders or guests. Now, when you want them to start, what what I found works is to explain to the rider that the horse moves from their leg, much like when they pedal a bike. You know how you push down on the pedal and the bike goes forward? So yep, you show yep, the yep. rider yep, you show the rider how much leg they need to use. You can put your hand on their leg and you can use it to either squeeze the horse if the horse moves forward from a squeeze or to give it a bump with the rider's calf. And what you do is you ask the rider when they hear the horse listening to them to go forward and that's how they learn how much leg to use to get the horse to move forward. So again, you're going to stay by the rider because we're not letting the riders loose or not letting them steer or anything at this time because you can have a lead rope attached to the bridle or the halter, whatever, I mean, you know, underneath the halter type of thing. All right, so we're going to again practice this for 10 10 repetitions. You're going to practice stopping and starting the horse 10 times. You're going to let the rider start the horse and stop the horse and lead them through the process. Okay, so now we have the stop and start, and now, well, you know, stopping and starting is good, but we also need to know how to steer. 
another important thing to. Unless you live in unless you live in Kansas, you got to turn sometime. That's right. That's right. So what I found is uh, you can use cones, buckets, or anything safe that you can use as a marker and put them on the ground and you know in some type of a pattern. You're going to use these to teach your rider how to turn. So what you do is you ask the horse first to pick up the rein. Most people, when they start a beginner rider, will use two reins just because it's easier for the rider to control the horse's nose. The western riders, they'll use the one rein, and, and that's hard for, for riders because usually the neck rein with a new rider turns into turning the horse's head the opposite way. But what you can do with the two reins is you ask the rider to use the rein to point the horse's nose in the direction they want to go. And what this will do is it'll stop them from pulling on the reins. Right. Yep. So, you know, you can stand next to the rider and say, please point your horse's nose at that bucket. And they'll put the horse's nose, they'll point at that direction at a stand still first. And then you ask them to go do their starting. They can start, and they're going to start walking around the cones, pointing their nose in the direction they want them to go. It's a little bit like steering a bike again. You know, you steer with your handlebars to point the wheel where you want it to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, stay close to the rider and make sure you add the start and stop. Now, that's where you start. You, you can test the rider at this point. If you feel the rider is safe in what they're doing there, then you can step away. Hopefully, you're in an enclosed area. Step away and see if they can do it themselves. If they can't, continue leading them and let them enjoy the ride. If they can, then you can step back a little bit more at a time. And that's my tip on what to do with starting a new our rider, our guest, on a horse. Well, there you go. Thanks, Randy and Glenn the Geek. To listen to all of Randy's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. All of the experts are alphabetized and easy to find. You can also go to Randy's website, www.horseandriderawareness.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows of the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.